0: You're listening to the John and Heidi Show now, featuring the wit and wisdom of Dan Ferris. Okay, dudes, let's walk this sucker on Sunny ninety-three point three.
1: It's the John and Heidi Show bonus hour with Mr. Dan Ferris. Good Tuesday to you. It's going to feel like a Monday today, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, you know, you get three-day weekend, yeah. holiday weekend. We all have you know, stuff going on Fourth of July. Cetera, Thanks cetera, to everybody that came out. It's nice. Yeah, so it's kind of catch your breath. Maybe a little yeah. jet lag feeling going on. Oh yeah, yeah. whatever it. Happens to be, and <laughs> again, I don't know who comes up with these things, but according to national data, today is National Graham Cracker Day. Ooh, I nice. Love I've never, I developed a problem with them when I was in kindergarten, Bremer Elementary School in North Minneapolis. Mm. Oh. Would have been, oh, I don't know, 1961, something like that. <laughs> well, in kindergarten, and I don't know if they still do it in kindergarten or not, but you had nap time. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah you yeah. had
2: nap period. Yeah. yeah. And I always made sure I was close to Cheryl Schmokey. Ooh, okay. Was kind of a crush on her. She didn't have any nice. front teeth. <laughs> But she's party,
1: the real party. Uh, yeah, I bet she probably grew some later. But as so. part of
2: settling us down before nap time, uh, Mrs. Seagram, the teacher, would hand out these old stale graham crackers. Oh. It's like sitting, we didn't get juice boxes, all that fancy schmancy stuff. There's no Dry, fruit roll-ups. stale graham crackers. There's graham old graham graham nasty box of graham crackers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where she got them. I wish she would have stopped. Oh, you know, Thank you, Dan. I were in charge. This is how I would market it. Bring to market, because we really should. The Billy Graham... Oh yeah, yep. crackers. Yeah, yeah, Crackers so good. There's the taste to heaven in every bite. I'm yeah. just waiting for some copyright stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> to settle, I somewhere. will invest.
2: All right, what's going on, Dolly the sheep? Oh
1: yeah, the whole clone thing. It
2: was born this day in 1996.
1: I remember that. I worked in radio at the time because we talked about it. Like every sheep has always looked exactly the same to me. Exactly. How do we know? They How really do they prove it?
2: it? Exactly. Plus, plus, it happened in Scotland.
1: Like which ones were the cloned? These two. Wait a minute. No, I think it was those two. You know, and it might have been those Scotland, two. you know, next
2: to Ireland. Ain't nobody bigger drinkers than <laughs> that. Valley of the sheep,
1: the very first ever cloned
2: mammal. Fascinating He's stuff.
1: Seeing double air all the time. <laughs>
2: Hugh Anthony Gregg the oh. Third has a birthday today. Come on, you guys,
1: don't disappoint me. Don't Hugh Come Anthony Gregg the third. We call Lewis. him Hughie Lewis. Yes. Lewis. yes. Lewis. Heidi, I'm gonna
2: give it to you for the win. <laughs> Huey Lewis is 72 today. Nice. Yeah. Again, if you're keeping score at home, birth name Hugh Anthony Craig, C R E, double G, the third. Nice. Wow. And one of my all time favorite pop culture heroes, Paulie D, has a birthday today. Paulie D from Jersey Shore.
0: Oh, Paulie. Are Pauly. you kidding me? Hanging around,
2: man. Yeah, we, we never really did that. No, Jay Wild, Vinny, like Sammy,
1: Ron, no? Snooky. No,
2: Snucky. Nicole Polizzi. Is that
1: her name? Yeah. Uh, Snooki. I had an opportunity yeah. to interview her. Boy, and, you passed uh, that up, huh? Uh, well, I tried. Then it slipped through the cracks and we didn't get her done. And Polly so. D,
2: also a world-round DJ. He's 42 today.
1: Nice. Okay.
2: Let's see. It was 1994. little get-rich-quick scheme it was founded and launched in Bellevue, Washington by a little Jeffrey Bezos. hmm Amazon.com. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Way back
2: I, in 94,
1: he pulled the trigger on
0: that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it kind of is. It, it didn't do well right out of the gate, but it eventually caught on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: One or two people have heard of it now. Seems, yeah.
2: seems to be doing... doing. Uh, They're doing all right. Doing okay. 1946, Radical Woman's Swimwear Designed by Louis Reard debuts at the Paris Fashion
1: Show. The bikini. We call it the bikini. Yeah.
2: Can you imagine... Strutting that thing back in 1946. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be Holy very risque. Cow.
1: Yeah, that's like uh, they didn't even know that there were those parts of the body that could be exposed. And it was yeah.
2: 1989. Is that 33 years ago already? Huh. Holy cow. Uh, NBC airs pilot episode of Seinfeld. Okay. Original title, The Seinfeld Chronicles.
1: Oh, case. yeah. I've seen that online.
2: And I it was like kind did. of a bust. It didn't yeah. work. and yeah. It took a while. Yeah. Way things end is still huge in syndication. In yeah. fact, Jerry Seinfeld, oh, I love
1: Seinfeld and his partner Larry
2: David, who yeah. was co-creator, yeah. <laughs> head writer, everything else behind the scenes, pretty substantial. When uh, NBC finally pulled the plug on that series, yeah. going into syndication, their syndication rights and everything else. Yeah. Uh, Jerry and Larry. Split about four hundred million a year. Yeah, that's on awesome. syndication rights for that show.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: That's a year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Holy
1: that's how moly. Jerry can afford to buy all those comedians that coffee that he drinks <laughs> in cars. Yeah, that's why you're not seeing him doing stand up and
2: clubs. does need and, to. Like, but I've
1: you know, seen him do. I saw him in Sioux Falls do stand up. Yeah, he still tours. Yeah, He's still, oh, tours. Years and yeah. Years he's still ago. tours.
2: It was good. It was a stuff. good show. Plus, he has a separate. And it's worth, with Netflix, a $100 million contract. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah cars cars he's it. doing and okay. He does
1: okay. So there you go. I know you know. We all know. And we just forge ahead here. We are going to do exactly that. It is the John and Heidi Show. Bonus hour with Dan Ferris. Whoa, what's going on here?
0: It's your Mint Intervention, sweetie. My what?
1: I'm with Mint Mobile. Your family and friends are concerned about your expensive wireless plan. I don't even have Mint Mobile. And we want to fix that. Right now, you're paying too much. With Mint Mobile, you can get premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Really? Yeah, get nationwide coverage for less. Plans start at just 15 bucks a month. Learn more now at Mintervention.com. Coverage not available in all areas, new activation, and a three-month plan required. Additional restrictions may apply. See terms at Mintervention.com. Thank you for listening to The John and Heidi Show. We are super excited for a great event that's coming up this weekend. It's called Voices Against Cancer. It's happening in Sioux Falls this Saturday at the Washington Pavilion. And one of the many very familiar voices that you are going to see and you're going to hear right now, but you're going to see him this weekend, Wally Wingert. Wally, how are you?
0: It's the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Well, yeah. Hi. How's it going?
1: Uh, it's going great. I'm excited to chat with you. Now, there's a lot of folks that know that you lived in Sioux Falls. You were a radio personality in Sioux Falls, but we got a lot of new people moving here all the time. So there's probably a few people that don't know that. Let's talk about that. When were you in the Sioux Falls market doing radio? Uh,
0: my um, my radio days in Sioux Falls uh, were about 1979. Yeah, the spring of 1970, no, that's not true. The fall of 1978, I worked at a country station there and then moved to a rock station in the spring of 79 and was there through the time that I moved in 1987 to Los Angeles. So, yeah, my uh, radio names changed from time to time. I was Dave Wallace when I was doing country radio. I was Dennis Jimenez when I was doing rock and roll radio, and then I was Wally Winger for a time. So, uh, because, you know... Wally Winger doesn't really exactly sound like a legitimate name either. It sounds like a radio name. <laughs> so I said, ah, oh, just use that name. So, uh, I mean, uh, Big John Small—that's the greatest radio name. Uh, Big John Small <laughs> well, in the morning, <laughs> sunny ninety-three-three. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> and the, the best the part is the name you can just kind of, as a voice actor, you can just kind of really. Oh yeah.
1: And the best part is that's my real name. So I always people would always say, "What's your real name?" And I'm like, "No, my my name is John Small, and I've been a fat kid forever. So I've always been Big John Small." But Big now, when, Small. when you no, would change your name for different stations, was it hard to remember? Did you ever say the wrong name when you got on a new channel somewhere?
0: I did, yeah, and and I would say the wrong call letters too, uh, occasionally. <laughs> and and, and strangely enough, how long have you been in radio, John? Uh, since
1: 1994.
0: Okay, you're gonna have as you get older, you're gonna have what's called radio nightmares. I oh I yeah. still have a, at least about one a week where you can't read the any any of the writing on the news copy. You don't have any news copy. You don't know what the <laughs> weather is. You you don't have a song queued up. Of course, you know in the days of uh, you know carts and we're talking about radio stuff here and, and actual records that you would play and different things. You know that was a real issue. Now with the computer, the computer will save you basically oh, yeah. and, and and have your back. So it's uh, kind of cool, but back in the old days, if you uh, didn't have a song queued up and you were talking to some hot babe on the phone, um, <laughs> yeah, there was dead air, baby, and it was not—it was not pretty when the boss came.
1: Now, you've had the opportunity to do some amazing things. Like right when we started doing the program here, you, you were you were doing the, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno voice because that was you. You did that. Uh, but you've had the chance to be the voice of a bunch of different characters and do some really wild and crazy things. How did that whole adventure get started from going on the radio in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to doing all the cool things that you're doing now?
0: Well, ever since I started the radio when I was 16, I always did character voices in my show. I would interview Darth Vader and Yoda and, all, and Santa Claus, and I would, but it would be all me. So I would pre-record <laughs> a lot of this stuff and just hit the button and have the, the scripted response ready. So I've always done character voices, even since when I, you know, when I was a kid, I learned how to do you know, the Sesame Street voices, all the Muppets and everything, uh, Ernie and Bert and uh, Kermit the Frog, all, all those voices. So I've always done character voices. So when I moved here in 87 to be an actor on camera, you know, because you're like, oh, I'm going to move to L.A. and be an actor – I quickly fell out of love with on-camera acting because there was no imagination in it. You, you walked into an audition, and, and you could tell on their face that they've already made up their mind. And you haven't yeah. even auditioned yet, just based on the way you look. And I didn't want that. I, it's like, you, even, you haven't even heard me act yet. What,
1: what do you yeah, exactly.
0: For already? But then my friend told me about uh, a voiceover agency that he had worked at uh, one summer as an apprentice. And he said, I'll, "I'll get you a you know uh, a meeting over there if you can get a tape together." I said, "I'm in radio; I can cut anything together. That's easy." So I cut a tape together and started with uh, uh, this voiceover agency, and then went to another voice agency, and another one, another one. Started building up the career, and I said, "Well, this is much more fun than on camera acting." Oh yeah. In in the course of one day, you can walk into this studio and be a talking trash can, and a, a squirrel, and a, a talking you know sponge, and an old man, and a teenager, <laughs> and you know any number of characters. And then you go over to the E! Entertainment Television, and then you narrate a true Hollywood story about Andy Kaufman, and then you're going to do um, a later a commercial about uh, Black & Decker Pivot Driver. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, it's a full day, and I'm like, yeah, this really appeals to my multiple personality syndrome. I really <laughs> like to be a bunch of different people. As opposed to doing like an on-camera thing where you're the same character for six, seven seasons on a TV show, which would kind of get probably boring. Oh, yeah. But uh, I love I love the world of Voice. I fell in love with it right away.
1: Now, you were in Sioux Falls just a a short while ago for Supercon. I had a chance to meet you at that event. And and now you're going to be in Sioux Falls this weekend for a really cool thing. First uh, event called Voices Against Cancer. When you come to town and and get to come and be a part of this, do you have quite a few people who come up and say, hey, I remember you from this station?
0: Well, um, it it is fun uh, because they do, but it's because, they say, oh, this is uh, Wally. He uh, is from Sioux Falls. Well, they think I still live there. So they, they look at my table of characters that I've voiced throughout my 30-plus year career, and they go, oh, so did you draw these or what? I was like, no, I voiced them. <laughs> oh, you, you, imi- you imitate them? No, I voiced them. I. Oh, but how do you do that living in Sioux Falls? I don't live in Sioux Falls. If people don't really understand... The concept that I moved from Sioux Falls in 87, I got into the industry, and I, I'm back, you know, to, to do this, but, you know, God bless them. I just uh, tell them kind of how the whole thing works, and I, you know, you know, I actually voiced these characters on Nickelodeon, on Disney, and all these other, oh, okay, that's really cool, but some people do come up, and and some people I, you know, haven't seen in really literally 40 years that I used to see hanging out at the old radio station, so it's pretty cool, um, and Dr. Lou George and I um, became friends uh, several years ago, and I said, Doc, we got a We should do something in Sioux Falls with some voice actors. Let's put something together. And he said, on one condition, that we can do it for charity. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. And it's supposed Yep.
1: And I say, I love it. And it's 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 coming up this weekend, which is really cool. It's this Saturday. So if people want to come out and meet you and a bunch of other people, they can do it this Saturday in Sioux Falls.
0: Absolutely. And uh, Dr. George, uh, we tried to do this in 2020, and then the world melted down. And then 2021 wasn't quite there yet. So two years later, it's been literally two years in the making. Yeah. Voices Against Cancer. You know, it's it's the kind of thing that's really shouted from the roof, rooftops because we have a, an amazing group of people that uh, they've uh, formulated and uh, compiled to come to this event. That um, Now, these are not people in costumes. These are actual Hollywood actors who are coming to Sioux Falls to sign autographs. Uh, these are the people who voice your favorite cartoons and who star in your favorite shows, Emily Swallow, Miley Flanagan, my good friend, who's the voice of Naruto yeah. for many, many seasons. George Newbern, the voice of Superman. We got Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who's been who's played both my sister and my girlfriend in many <laughs> different shows. And my wife at one point. Hopefully uh, not all at the team. same time.
1: That's kinda weird. Not all
0: at the same time. No, she was <laughs> she was the wasp and Janet Van Dyne in the Earth's Mightiest Heroes Avengers series, and I was, of course, Hank Pym. Uh, Frank Welker, the greatest living voice actor whose voice like everything is coming. Peter Cullen, Optimus Prime, and Eeyore, uh, let's see, Phil Lamar is coming, a good friend of mine who's the Green Lantern and Samurai Jack, and we've done stuff on Family Guy together and all kinds of people. It's going to be, and now these people are actually in person. Yeah. And you can actually go up, say hi to them, and uh, it's not, it's 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 actual Hollywood voice actors coming to Sioux Falls this weekend, folks, this Saturday for one day only, and all the proceeds, of course, go to the St. Baldrick's Foundation for, to fight children's cancer. I love We're it. We're all very fired up about it, yeah. Well, I'm excited to see
1: you again this weekend, sir. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us today.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'll see you Saturday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Again, Wally Wingert. Join us this Saturday. Voices Against Cancer. All of the information online at VoicesAgainstCancer.org. Join us in October for The Sands, a week of music and fun that's been described as the best week ever by many of our guests. This year, we have more icons and more fun. Culture Club, The Cult, Loverboy, Belinda Carlisle, Lou Graham, Vanilla Ice, Samantha Fox, Firehouse, and many more. Plan to join us October 25th through the 30th at Planet Hollywood Beach Resort in Cancun, Mexico. This all-inclusive event will be the time of your life. Learn more now at radiotravelgroup.com. And now stuff Dan finds interesting. Yeah. It is time for stuff Dan finds interesting. Dan, what do you find interesting on this Tuesday? Well, certainly in the past couple of years the real estate thing has gone
2: crazy. It's gone oh, yeah. bonkers. In fact, you guys are in the process of yeah. moving again. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, but you do it as, you know, investment, and that's why you have you know, butlers and remit <laughs> <laughs> starts on your little vehicles. Jeeves, I need you to remove Dan from the <laughs> studio, please. Yeah, exactly. I think we're going to need another water feature in the bedroom. <laughs>
1: so, you know, the small... I got lost there. in the closet the other day. are doing what? okay. Things are way too big.
2: So you're looking for a little piece of history that might not cost you a whole lot of money. Oh. Dateline, Tupelo, Mississippi, they are auctioning off. A piece of Elvis Presley's history, uh, oh. one of his childhood homes,
1: actually. No kidding. Aww.
2: Chicago-based Rockhurst Auctions are putting uh, Elvis's abandoned childhood home up for auction. Uh, the bidders, it'll open up in August. Actually, a starting bid at twenty-five thousand
1: dollars. Wow, that does not seem like enough.
2: Well, he was in. What you need to know is when Elvis was,
1: you know, a tyke. whatever, yeah, his, kid. His parents moved a lot. Yeah. So, so this got, is just one of the many.
2: It it, it is and I I've, I've seen photos of it and I've seen it before. This is probably the one that is represented as, you know, Elvis's childhood home. Vernon and Gladys's parents lived there for uh, for a couple of years back in the uh, 40s. Huh. Hmm. But the thing is, you know, it started deteriorating over the years. Yeah, And right. it actually got taken apart. Oh. Oh. But rehabbed and stored and stashed and now it's basically kind of a kit sitting like in a in a Lincoln trailer. Is- so yeah. you can put it wherever you want. So it. it's like an Ikea house. I see. <laughs>
1: Here's what they should do, because they got plenty of room at Graceland. They should just buy it and set it up in the front yard at Graceland. I don't know.
2: I guess It's a three-bedroom, 1,260-square-foot home. Uh, it initially went up for action back in 2020, but then but the pandemic hit and everything oh, so else. Yeah. Things just didn't come right. to fruition. So they're going to try it again. But, yeah, that would be, I don't know, huh. kind of cool. Why not? If you can any, get it for 25 dollars
1: $30,000. Any bets on how much it goes for?
2: Oh, what a I great question. I bet show. it goes
1: for over $100,000. And and I bet that it goes to Graceland. I bet they buy it and they put it up in the backyard, Maybe. not the front yard.
2: Uh, along with the home, other uh, artifacts, if you are interested, coming up in this particular auction, uh, will include some personally owned uh, jewelry, some clothing, clothing worn in some of his movies, autographs, some vintage uh, concert memorabilia as well. So there They you were go.
1: really smart and huh. waiting until the movie, the Elvis movie, came out because there's like a whole new... Oh, that's right. That's just hit the yeah. screens. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole new group of people who are just now discovering Bring Elvis. And they're like, this guy was kind of talented. I'm like, hey, do a you think? Bit. Really? Do you think? Of course he was talented. So, and uh Tom Hanks was in the movie, of course. He played Colonel Tom Parker.
2: And I still have a pristine VHS copy of Clambake, Bake. Oh, yeah. The worst movie Elvis ever you, made. And that saying a lot put should, that on the We auction.
1: should auction that. No, 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 <laughs> no,
2: that's going to the Smithsonian someday. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, we
1: don't want to, we don't want to. Short the people at the My Smithsonian Museum. little baby, look, clam
2: bake, clam bake. <laughs> Momma, little baby, love No, stop, stop.
1: God, no more, no more. Oh, boy. Dan, thank you for coming in, man. Hey, thanks for love. We Appreciate it, guys. It is. The John and Heidi Show Bonus Hour with Dan Ferris. What can I say that I haven't already said about BetterCreditCards.com? It's a website. You go there to get a better credit card. Okay, that's really probably all I need to say for most of you, but I still have time left, so how about this? At BetterCreditCards.com, we have different kinds of credit cards, some with better points and perks, some designed to help you build your credit. Whatever stage of life you happen to be in, we want to help. Give yourself a little credit. BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. The equities markets hit a bottom at the end of last week and may move higher this week, but investors are urged to be cautious. The rebound, if one develops, will likely be the result of light trading volume during a holiday week and may set the market up for a big fall next week. Next week is the first of the Q2 peak earnings reporting season and may bring bad news. The first important reports come from the banking sector, which should give insights into the health of the consumer. If consumer trends within the financial sector weaken, we can only expect the same elsewhere in the economy. The hurdle for the market this week will come Friday with the June non-farm payroll report. It's expected to show a slowdown in hiring with another strong increase in wages that will up the ante in regard to the FOMC, which is expected to hike rates at an economy crushing rate over the next two meetings. And their pace could increase if inflation data continues to come in strong. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com.